See, that's killer, man. That's just a, that's a little thing, but I think that's going to separate you from everybody else if it hasn't already. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, uh, it's Johnny McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy, and it's time for episode 51 of the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast, where you'll discover tactics and strategies to increase your email profits by 25 to 100% in 90 days or less without spending more on advertising. Today, I'll be talking to David Dutton. Now, David is known as the most connected man on the internet. He's been able to get on the radar and get on the phone with some incredible people, including guys like Gary Vaynerchuk. He's worked with Christy Frank who's uh, from the UK's, I think it's The Apprentice. And today we're going to talk about how to network with people via email, how to really become you know, extremely well-connected using email marketing or cold emails and these kind of things. To get the show notes of this episode of the Email Marketing Podcast, go to themcmethod.com slash 51. Now, if you want to leave a review for this podcast, you can go to iTunes Store, search for The McMethod Email Marketing Podcast and leave a review. Now, by the way, if you drop a link to your website in that review, I will read it out on the podcast and uh, hopefully you know, do my bit in trying to make you famous. Now, I've got one listener question today. This one's a doozy. I have a list of over 5,000 opt-ins from 2005. I've never mailed them. How would I approach the first email? I guess the answer is to survey them. I would be very careful. If you have email, you know, 5,000 leads from eight, nine, almost nine years ago, I would be very careful because if you send them an email, like it's effectively not even a list anymore. You could send that email out, but none of these people are going to know who the hell you are. So even if you send out an email about a survey, they're going to freak out. They're going to think it's spam because they haven't heard from you in nine freaking years. Okay. The first thing you need to do is send out an email and test the response. Send out a friendly email that's there's no pitch, there's no aggression. You don't ask for anything. I mean, figure out why they're on the list and try and add some value to them just like that and see what sort of response you get. Send out that email. It's kind of like a testing the waters. Maybe they unsubscribe, maybe they get spam complaints, that kind of thing. Just test it and see what happens. And if the response is good, not too, you know, but if people unsubscribe, that's okay. Maybe your open rate's like 2% because these people have never heard, you know, haven't, have got no idea who you are. At the end of the day, though, if you've got relevant content for them, they're going to be okay with it. So you need to kind of re-engage it like that. You, I would send a few emails like that that just add value, trying to don't ask for anything at all. No surveys, no pictures, no products, no mention of anything at all. Just try and help them out and really get that list re-engaged. And then once you've done that for, I don't know, a couple of weeks, probably a month, five or 10 emails on, on just adding value, adding value, adding value. Then you start uh, being more aggressive with it. Start trying to solve problems. Start trying to you know solve problems with products. Start pitching. Okay, that's how I would do it. So re- step one is reactivate that list, and then step two is to start to pitch and turn that into a business. Okay, I hope that helps. Just a quick one today, and uh, let's get into this interview now with Mr. David Dutton, the most connected man on the internet. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Dave Dutton, a man who they say is the most connected man on the internet. Now, that's how a uh, drop-dead copy or a McMethod subscriber said recently. And the subscriber said that I, I just have to interview this guy. So what we're going to talk about today is how to connect with people via email marketing. Now, he's a formidable entrepreneur and he started with selling 150 space heaters out of a pickup truck in college. He's worked with Christy Frank from NBC's The Apprentice and he's done a bunch of interesting business stuff, including after studying sales and marketing for a little while in college, he brokered an $8 million deal from his college dorm room, which uh, sounds like a very interesting story. Today, we're going to talk about how to connect with uh, big-ass people, influencers, people who have clout in an industry and how to use email to get through to them and get them to listen to you. So we'll get into that in just a moment. Dave, how are you going today? 
Hey, wonderful, man. I'm always looking forward to it. I mean, anytime I'm a junkie, a marketing junkie, and this is one of my favorite topics too. So anytime I get to talk about it, I'm always glad and it's not work for me. It's a lot of fun. So I appreciate you inviting me on the show. Absolutely, man. I'm the same. I get the feeling that you like doing interviews as well. You said you've done 150 interviews? Uh, yeah, about over 120 of them now. We're probably almost 130 of them now. Um, and I've used those strategically to network with people and to learn a lot of stuff, build relationships with people. And now I do it as a way to generate leads. I help my clients do interviews to position them as the expert. And that's worked very well. So I kind of transitioned into another business with that. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. Okay. Okay, cool. So in a minute, we'll talk about how to, how to use email to network with these influencers and how you've done it and how you've become a, just a really, really connected guy on the internet. But uh, before we do that, tell the listener a bit about, you know, who are you and what do you do? Sure. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm 35. I live out just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. I started making a living on the internet while I was in Bible college. Uh, and um, I was 20, I always forget now, it's like 22 or 23, didn't get rich overnight, but Marlon Sanders affiliate program was my first commission check for $47. And I was sold. I mean, I was like, because I don't know where that came from. I don't know what I sold. I don't know who bought it, but I woke up and there's commission and I was just like, I'm done. Like, this is awesome. So, um, I, I, again, I didn't get rich overnight. I ate peanut butter, Raymond noodles. I started other businesses. Like you mentioned in my intro about the, uh, I, I've done, you know, brokered $8 million deal. I, 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 we are buying and selling stuff from a, like a local scratch and dent store. And we bought like 150 space heaters, these little heaters that, you know, there's little small heaters. They reach out for 25 bucks who bought like pallets of them and we're selling them and it just you know we've done a lot of stuff and then but I love my time. My time is my hot button. Money is awesome. I mean, everybody loves money, but uh, time is my hot button. So I gravitated toward the internet just because what, you know, at least a digital footprint and you could put all this stuff out there. And just like this, I mean, you, you know, you found me through one of your subscribers, you know, and it might, I don't even know how, but somehow they tripped over my stuff and they liked it. And, you know, the stuff that I put out, you know, years and years ago. You know, and it still works, and I love that. So, but if fast forward, I've written like three books. I've, I've published two in the past year. Uh, that's a whole other topic, another discussion someday. Book marketing because uh, that's done very, very well for me. And then I do consulting. I started a consulting business back in 2007, and so to where I will basically help people generate leads, position themselves as the expert. You know, through coaching or done for you. I actually will do it for them. It just depends on what people want. And so I have a, you know, I do a lot of local business now. Uh, in the past year and a half my, my two books I published that are on Amazon you know they're local books so it's all about influence is that's what we're talking about today it's all about influence and that's what I've done so okay well, tell me a bit about how you've become known it sounds like there's a more than one person it sounds like there's a bunch of people that yeah. know you as the most connected man on the internet tell me about that yeah so it's fascinating I was networking with people years ago because I made my first money brokering joint, like joint ventures back in the day and the internet wasn't as congested as it was now it's insane now but it used to not be as congested and you know I mean, I could just connect with people and I was just good at it. I mean, it was something I could do. And I was not a techie. I mean, I didn't know how to build websites back in the day and that type of thing. So it was hard for me. And But I got good uh, networking. Well, some of the people I would network with that were, you know, really success, highly successful and, you know, known and all that stuff, they they were shocked by my networking ability and the fact that I've never flown on an airplane and I was networking with all these really cool people. And I was like, really? Like, I couldn't believe it because I thought, 
you know, I looked up to them because I thought they were connected and, and they weren't as connected as I thought. And so they're like, you know what? You, you should really write that stuff down. And so I, I just, I almost was embarrassed by it, to be honest with you. I was really kind of like, oh man, I mean, it's going to be like, somebody's going to read this. I'm going to waste their time because I just thought everybody knew that stuff. Like I really did. Like I was embarrassed to actually write it. And um, it's called Get Connected. You can go to mostconnectedmarketer.com. Uh, shameless plug there, but uh, it's free now. I've sold like 9,000 copies of that, but I give away for free now the Get Connected Report. But, you know, I started calling myself the most connected man on the internet and it literally just came about from there. I mean, I, you know, my cell phone is filled with, you know, really big influencers and it has been. And so I just uh, started, then it just kind of like progressed from there or whatever. It just got bigger and bigger. So. Okay. Okay. And so, what what part did email? You could call this marketing, I guess. But but yeah. what part did email play in it? Yeah. So I have an email, and I have a the template is actually in my free report. But uh, so I give it away completely for free. I still use it. It's 2014, actually, as we record this. But I've been using the same email since like 2006. Like the template of it. Obviously, I changed the content some, but the template of it. But I use. I started use doing interviews of people back in 06 when I wrote my first book and. I used a subject line called quick question. It's still one of my big subject lines to this day because I think people understand that it's quick and the curiosity factor, curiosity and, and anticipation is they're both extremely powerful triggers. And so in this case, I'm using curiosity of, you know, what is the question? And it's quick. So I feel like it might not waste my time. So that's what I use. And then I have like just certain paragraphs that I write in the email to reach out to people, connect kind of, I mean, very similar to what we were doing. I mean, you reached out to me for an interview and that's what I would do. Uh, that's how I started connecting with people is doing these interviews. And then because I did more interviews and, you know, Joe Vitale was in it, then Willie Crawford was in it and all kinds of other really cool people in our industry. As Jeff Walker, I have one of the first interviews ever on the internet of Jeff Walker back in 2006 you know, okay. the product launch guy. And it just snowballed from there. And that's when social proof took over. But it all started with, you know, reaching out through email and just really figuring out like how to get their attention. Because the only thing you have to get their attention is your name and the subject line at first. Right. So if you're not famous, I mean, I didn't nobody knew who I was back in the day. So I just really had the subject line. So I had to get my subject line really, really good. And that's still to this day, you know, you, you know, you don't want to slack, but there's some things that you can do or whatever. Okay. Tell me about, we will talk about how to do it, how to make it work in a minute, but tell me about some of the mistakes that you've seen. Cause I'm sure you get emails from people who want to do mm -hmm. stuff with you. Maybe it's a JV or it's an interview or it's a whatever. And like, I get these kind of emails all the time, but from your perspective, what mistakes mm -hmm. are people making when they try and contact influencers? Oh, definitely. This is a I, I, this is a great topic. I one of the things that they do is they don't try to give first. I mean, okay. they try to just whatever their thing is they're trying to promote. They they start with that, and they're just you know all about trying to you know you can make this amount of money, and you can you know this is a proven thing or you know whatever. And they're just really trying to they're not giving first. And reciprocity is a really powerful trigger as well. And so you always want to kind of give first. You know when you do that, it sounds like Captain Obvious, but I I can tell you I wouldn't say it right now if it was that common. You know common sense is not that common. So people will approach you know just thinking about themselves first. I think that's the big thing, really. That's the big one. I'd have to really think about ones, other ones that are like really significant, but that's what I see like, you know, just quite a bit. 
they're they're reaching out you know just think about themselves first and it's like you want to you know position yourself where you know a lot of times if people have are influencers then that means they're really busy and so you want to basically make sure that you're not wasting their time that's what they're thinking when they read this email is this dude going to waste my time right you know and so you want to think about that that's what they're thinking because you know successful people have very limited time that's usually their hot button so if you think about that before you hit send on that email what can i do to make it worth their time it'll save you some heartache Right. Okay. Like I get a thing where a thing all the time when people email me and the I mean Dan Dan Maxwell pointed this out in, in an interview that done a few months ago. But people will email and they'll write a few paragraphs, a few big, long, scary paragraphs about mm-hmm. their problem. And then at the bottom there's a question, which is really the point of the email. The, que- <laughs> the, the point right. of the email is in the very last sentence. So someone's going to open mm-hmm. that email and read a few lines, and then by the time they get to the end of it, they're sick of it or they've archived it or deleted it already. And oh, uh, yeah. you know Dane's suggestion, I think this is great, is you can d- delete most mm-hmm. of what was in that email and just keep that one sentence or what you do is flip it around I do this a lot I'll go and write someone an email if I'm contacting people and Mm -hmm. I'll flesh out my idea it's almost like I need to write the email to flesh out the idea and then I finish up with the question and it's like well hang on let's Mm -hmm. take the question up to the top and then it's kind of like they read the question they know what the email is about as soon as they open it it takes them an instant and then if they want to read more some of them won't some of them I'm not interested so they can delete the email and you haven't taken much of their time but if they are interested they'll keep reading the background will be there Oh yeah, absolutely. I think like this, this is a really th- this is a really important thing. I think that um I, I think about all the time. You know, like when you write copy, you know, the goal of the headline is to get them to read the next paragraph. Right. You know, the goal of the first paragraph is get them to read the second paragraph. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like think about that. So like when you have when you write an email to somebody, whatever the goal is for Legion or whatever is to you know think about what's the goal. But a lot of times, my goal is to actually get them off. The goal of the email is to get them off of email onto the phone. That's actually my goal. And so if it anything, every, every single piece of that email, whether it's a line or five paragraphs or you know whatever, every word, the goal is leading them to say yes to a 15-minute phone call or 10 or 15-minute phone call. And I just did one the other day. Uh, there's a huge, I don't want to, I don't want to drop his name, but he's a crazy, highly successful, well, really connected guy in Washington, D.C. runs a big networking group. And he's got like Gary Vaynerchuk as his guest uh, in the next week or two. I mean, you know, he's a big he's a big guy. And I did. That's what I did with him. And I had to follow up with him because he's really busy. He was in the middle of writing a book. But I followed up with him a couple months later because he was busy, really busy at the time. You know, we scheduled a 15 minute phone call. It ended up being probably 45 minutes or whatever because we, you know, connected and we hit it off and he realized. I wasn't going to waste his time and that type of thing. And right. we both got value out of it. But I just did that last, like last Thursday, I guess it was. And I did exactly what we're talking about. But the goal of that email, what I said literally was, hey, can we talk for about 10 or 15 minutes on X? Right. You know? And it's interesting when I found that you get someone on the phone for 10 or 15 minutes, there's a good chance you're going to talk to them for another half an hour. It's Oh, it's yeah. Incredible. Like you do something jacked up. Yeah. Like unless you're, I mean, you know, and that's very rare. There's very few people I've ever, you know, not connected with or whatever, but you just, yeah, that's a, that's how it works. I mean, you, it's a kind of commitment consistency and kind of like the foot in the door technique. And, and that's really what it is. Right. And then there's the follow-up. So we're talking just before this call about, or just before I hit the record button about some of the guests that I've gotten on this podcast. I've had emails from saying, how did you get that guest? They, they can't believe it. And there's an element of social proof just by the fact that I've been able to get them for an interview. Yes. And sometimes, you know, people often think that there's, you know, there's some advanced maneuvering or you've got to get good hookups or anything like that. But I've literally had people that I've had to follow up with. I, 
I have a note in my calendar that I, I, once a week I go through a tab in my Gmail inbox called podcast interviews and I just follow uh-huh. up with everyone that, that hasn't replied to my email yet about an interview. And sometimes I've followed up 10 times, 20 times before they finally oh. book in an interview. And Good for you. They're not annoyed, yeah. but that's like they, they never get annoyed about it. It's just that they're busy. And Absolutely. Know, See, that's killer, man. That's just a, that's a little thing, but I think that's going to separate you from everybody else if it hasn't already just because, I mean, obviously, I guess it has because people are shocked at some of the people you got on, on your show, so uh, it's working. And most people, they just won't do that. I mean, I've dropped the ball myself before, but like, you know, some people, like if you're trying to get like a Seth Godin or something like that, I mean, you know, some really huge name, I mean, you're going to have to follow up. I mean, yeah. it just they really are legitimately busy. Yeah, so. it's it's funny, and and some people take it they take it personally. They're too worried to to piss someone off. But I think you kind of got to bring out the body armor sometimes, and not worry. Yeah, about yeah no, you do. Like be willing well, to I, piss I, the assistant I, off, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell everybody listening. I mean, the reason why we're doing an interview right now is because you you know had the character to actually follow up. I mean, I you sent me this email. I don't even think I responded, or I can't even remember if I responded to the first one or whatever. I had every intention of responding. I was like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do it. You know, I love the topic. I'm glad to help and, and all that stuff. But it was just like the timing. Um, and, and I stopped. I've been testing something as far as my pro- productivity. I deleted my email app off of my phone. Okay. So I'm not even checking email as much anymore. I mean, I've never done that. Like, so I'm just testing certain things that, you know, kind of wean myself off of, you know, so I don't even check email as much like I used to or whatever. But you followed up with me. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, and it, it was no, it literally had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with just like what I had going on and it got crushed in my inbox. Right. And that, and that was it. So, follow up, guys, if you want to, you know, land some good interviews. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I think with a topic like this, this is kind of related to autoresponders. It's more like manual mm-hmm. autoresponders or manual email <laughs> marketing where you're trying yeah. to market yourself to big people. There's really no secret to it. It's like as simple as like you have a subject line like your strange question or quick question, something like that, mm-hmm. that just gets yep. them to open the email. I'm like, oh, what's this? Because no one can, everyone loves checking their email inbox. It's so addictive because yeah. every time you go in yes. there and there's a new email, you get a shot of dopamine and that's yes. good in the brain, right? So you're feeding someone drugs when you send them an email, but you can't <laughs> be boring. You're right. No, absolutely. You can't be. And you usually only get one shot. That's the thing, you know, I mean, if you're going to, you know, like that whole kind of BS meter is like is running or whatever when somebody's like, you know what? No, this person's not in the game or, you know, it's not going to add value or yeah. whatever. Sometimes you might not get a reply. So I can another, another thing too, I find sometimes people email me and the, the email's written and it's all about a favor for them. They need help with something. They need coaching, yeah. they need advice, they need something. Whereas I know what I've been doing is I, I make a point to not talk about what I want. I'll say I want an interview, but then it's all framed about, well, here's what the interview's going to do for you. Here's what you get out of it. Here's how yeah. it's not going to cost you much. All you're going to do is show up on Skype. And uh, <laughs> this is what people have to do is that when they want something from someone else, they, they should never mention that it's a favor because it's it, it'll right. never be a favor. The only way to get that other oh, no. person to do what they want them to do is to give them whatever they want, which is PR or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and more exposure, stuff like this. Uh, just, you know, the biggest thing is just try to give first. I mean, if you'll come in like that and just think about what you're doing, is it adding value to, you know, the person? And are, do you feel like they'll find value out of it? You know, just if you focus on that, I think everything like takes care of itself. Even if you're like a newbie and, you know, you've never done this stuff before, it takes time. I mean, my second interview was Joe Vitale. This is like when he was big with the secret and all that. So like when he was making his rounds and that was my second interview of my life. <laughs> like, I mean, I still, I was, ner- I still remember doing the interview. 
And and that was, you know, 2006 or whatever. And I still remember like it was yesterday because I was so nervous. And I landed him and then just, you know, it snowballed from there. So Okay. I'm curious, man. Where are all these interviews? You keep mentioning mentioning these interviews done. Where can people go and get these interviews? Internet Empire's inner circle. I've actually taken them down now, but somebody emails me. I mean, I've got insane interviews, like people that are like famous and, and then other people that are not well known, but they got really cool stories, like a guy making 100 grand a year selling juggling supplies online and different things like that. But if somebody wants to email me, then I, I'll just email, I'll, I'll send you the, the zip file or whatever of the interviews and stuff. They're really fascinating. I took the interviews, I transcribed them, and that was my first book. Actually, my first book's hanging on my wall right here mm. called internet empires and okay. uh it's just stories of people making making a living on the internet but we do all kinds of different interviews for different things podcasts and that type of thing okay okay so well, we're right on time then so where, where can people go to learn more about you or um, what email address you know what's your email address basically <laughs> yeah david. yeah yeah sure david at mostconnectedmarketer.com david at mostconnectedmarketer.com and you can go to mostconnectedmarketer.com and you know start there since we're talking about you know email and connecting with people you know we're talking offline or whatever uh that's probably some of my best stuff i think i also i have a course uh, i think it's like 17 bucks i think i sell it for now but specific strategies from you know i mailed a, a little red ball to david fry from uh, sendaball.com to david fry and who's a huge huge marketer or whatever and you know that landed Ryan Lee as a client is a big internet marketer, multimillionaire, the world's strongest man. And, you know, I talk about very specific strategies of how I've actually connected with people strategically. It's all strategic for me and it works, works really well, but I give a lot of free stuff away and I'm, you know, glad to help if somebody's interested in this topic and, and point them in the right direction. Fantastic. Well, guys, all of links to mostconnectedmarketer.com in the, yeah. in the show notes at themcmethod.com. And yeah, this is the uh, McMethod Email Marketing Podcast. Thanks for coming on the show, Dave. Oh, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more. Oh,